welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me those ears, man. I always appreciate you. By the way, if you haven't stopped by the salesvelocityacademy.com, do so. We got some great new courses, got some great new content to help you sell more faster. Today, I want to tell a story. I've told this story before. But I think it's worth repeating because for me, it was a pivotal moment in my sales life slash career. Years ago, I was made vice president of sales for Latin America. Vice president of sales for Latin America. Super excited about that, right? And I remember my boss at the time, his name was Lynn. And Lynn said, all right, Victor, I want you to head up my Latin American, you know, sales force. And I was like super excited. I was the first regional VP of the company for Latin America. And I was super excited. And I was also the youngest one. And he's like, Victor, here's what I want you to do. He says, whatever you do, Victor, right now we're selling $14.1 million into the region and whatever you do, Victor, whatever you do, do not sell less than $14.1 million because you'll make me look bad. Right? So I remember I uh, had a great conversation with them and off I went. By off I went, I mean, I could not stay uh, uh, running Latin America from the U.S., so I had to move into the region. Now, they gave me several choices. They gave me Venezuela as a choice. They gave me Mexico as a choice. Uh, the problem with Mexico was that the, the kidnap rate was a little high, if you know what I mean, for foreigners uh, at the time. Uh, Venezuela was going through its issue, so the only safe place to go at that point that I had an option to go was Argentina, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Che. Right, and so we moved. You know, it's almost like the Beverly Hillbillies. We packed up the family and we moved to Beverly. So we moved to Argentina, to Buenos Aires. Right, took the family down there, uh, wife and two kids. Uh, it was it was one heck of an experience. That's all I'll tell you. But anyway, back to my story about selling. So three months into the region. Uh, now, I'm, during those three months, I'm assessing the region. I'm trying to figure out what's what, uh, why we're not selling, why we should be selling, restructuring everything, refocusing people, redoing uh, territory maps, redoing compensation plans. Just a whole shebang, right? And about three months after me being down there, my boss, Lynn, gives me a call, so to speak. Hey, Victor, want to talk to you. Now, Lynn was one of those guys that he wanted to talk to you face-to-face, like face-to-face wanted to talk to you, right? And I remember I flew to Minnesota. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Minnesota, but during the winter, it's a little cold. Yeah, for sure, you betcha, right? So it's a little cold. And so I remember I walked into his, um, well, he had a secretary named Ruth. And Ruth was like, Victor, he'll be with you in just a minute. Please wait here, right? So I waited outside for a while. And then Ruth came back later, you know, 10 minutes later. and says, all right, he's ready to see you. And I remember walking in his office. And Matt, if you could visualize this office, this office was... Um, it's one of those offices with the beautiful big bay windows, right? Big mahogany desk, right? Just just a luxurious office, man. It had expensive art on the wall. How do I know it was expensive? Because it was ugly, right? It was really ugly art, right? And it was just a beautiful office. And there was Lynn right behind the desk. And, you know, I said, hi, Lynn. He said, hi, Victor. We exchanged pleasantries. And then he asked me that key question. He said, Victor, what can I do to help you? to support you to grow the Latin American market. I was like, oh, what a great question. I mean, listen to that question. That's a great leadership question. What can I do to help you grow the market in Latin America? Now, without thinking, I said, Lynn, if we had better pricing, I know I can blow that 14.1 million number away. If we had better price, I know I could sell more. That's what I said. And he looked at me, and he kept looking at me. 
not flinching, just looked at me, just stared at me, almost like staring right through me. And you know, after somebody stares at you for about, I don't know, two to three seconds, you kind of go, uh-oh, something's not right here, right? And after that long pause, he finally breaks the silence and says, he says, Victor, let me ask you a question. Now, here's what I tell people all the time. When somebody says to you, let me ask you a question, I can assure you it's not going to go your way. So he says, Victor, let me ask you a question. And I, to which I said, you know, what's the question? And what? What's the question? I said, yes. And he said, Victor, if the only way to sell more than $14.1 million in the region is to lower our price, why don't I do this? Why don't I fire you, fire your whole sales team, close down all the offices, and just send our prospects or clients a brochure with a small discount? That would be cheaper. What do you think of that idea? Well, I was stunned. And it took me like about, I don't know, two or three seconds to kind of compose myself. And I just said this, because I'm not afraid of anybody. I just looked at him dead in the eye and I said, look, Lynn, I don't know who brought this issue of pricing, but I suggest we move on. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It was like the end of that conversation. And I tell that story because that was a time that I learned. That was the moment I learned that you don't position price, you position value. Now, we were selling products at about, I don't know, 25 to 30 you know, I say percent above our competitors, right? So we're selling it at that level. We're selling it above our competitors. And so I remember going into the market and, and telling myself, we really need to know how to position value. We need to know how to let people know, our customers know why they're paying a little more. And we did that for the next six months to a year. All we did was refocus how we presented. We changed our presentations. We changed our pitch. We changed our approach. And little by little, we kept gaining more business. Now, that was just one part of the equation. But let me fast forward the film. Two and a half years later, in the first year, we beat the $14.1 million number. But by the end of the third year, really two and a half years into it, two and a half years later, we were at $98 million in sales, in annual sales. Two and a half years. Now, I tell this story because once we learned how to sell value, like once your boss tells you, we, we don't give away price discounts. And by the way, I want, I want to put a little asterisk here. Was there ever a time that we discounted price? If And the answer is yes, but we only discounted in a very almost targeted fashion, almost like a sniper. We just didn't do it for everybody. We looked at the opportunity. We strategically said, why would we give a discount? Do we need to give a discount? In many cases, in some cases, I should say, we gave a discount because it was strategically in our best interest to do so for the long run. But my point here is that once I learned that price was not the only lever that I could use to sell something, I had to learn how to sell value, then I had to position all my products and services, and with my team's help, we positioned products and services, and we began to sell value. My point to you is, even if you sell high-priced products today, again, the key is to focus on selling value. And I'm telling you right now, if you focus in on figuring out how can I reposition, refocus, shift, our product's perception in the customer's eyes by positioning value, you're going to see that many customers, especially high-value customers, will pay for that price. Will pay that price and will pay it repeatedly if you do it the right way. And on that note, this is Victor Antonio always reminding you that selling ain't hard when you know how and when you know how to position that value.